Hello, uh, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, or hope you're having a good night, wherever you are listening. It's uh, a Tuesday afternoon here in Shanghai, China, and I'm about to ramble, ramble, ramble. Welcome to episode 5 of the Rambler Gambler Show. What's the story? So, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about, I actually don't really know, I don't know what the episode's going to be called, and I don't necessarily know um, where this is going to go, and I don't know if it's going to be a a 10 minute, or a 20 minute, or a 30 minute podcast, but I just know the general uh, topic, I suppose, that I'm going to be talking about, which is letting go and letting go of stuff um is difficult when you actually uh consider the fact that we're all so conditioned from our childhood our um our communities or towns that we grew up in our religions that we were that we were part of um the schools we went to the teachers we had uh, the governments that control what books you need to learn from, that control what you need to uh, learn and listen to and read and get tested on, were conditioned by by a lot of new stuff over the last 10 years, which is just pure madness, stuff that I still um, have a problem with, which is like... How amazing technology is, but how destructive and horrible it can be. And I suppose that goes with anything that triggers those addictive um, receptors in your head. Uh, Anything that produces that dopamine, that fix that people end up craving unintentionally. But anyway, we're conditioned... over the last <clears throat> couple of weeks, I've been um, especially thinking about, like, I spoke about before what what choices I think I've made in my own life. And I think I even said that I don't know if I made any of the choices I've made. Sometimes you just feel like um, you just try to do your best on a daily basis and then you make decisions based on what you think is going to make your next day a little bit better or your next week or month. Um, and yeah, I found myself now six years in China and four years before that I spent <clears throat> in university and for my whole life before that was in school and to be honest I didn't make a lot of those decisions. And uh, when I accepted that that I'm not fully in control of everything. I don't 
I can't control every single thing that happens around me on a daily basis and I accepted that um, it was one of the greatest things for my mental health um, when you really think about it uh, like like let's be real for a second you're not really in control you can like when I when I um when I was in hospital right and I was all messed up uh, like every person or every second person they were just like you're lucky you're lucky you're lucky you're lucky you're lucky the there isn't I don't know luck is a it's a it's a um it's a weird adjective to use for such a mad um situation that happened but I always um turned whatever whenever anyone told me I was lucky I always change it to I'm absolutely blessed you know I'm blessed that I'm given another chance I'm blessed that I'm uh, I'm sitting here able to just reflect on life and and read these things and see life from a different perspective but during that time I had to let go of a lot of things um like things that th like a lot of things about who I thought I was what I thought life was what I thought life should be um and I realized what I was doing was I I was trying to control my life and I was trying to control the people in it and I was trying to control each situation based on all these like um like preconditioned notions that I had notions that that like I didn't choose to have you know notions that come with where I come from and and how I was raised and all of those things <clears throat> but there was a moment where I I understood this and then it was a process where I had to like let go of all of those things and you'll never fully let go you know you'll always um you'll always be made up of those those things that that you you were born into um so some of the stuff that I had to let go of was was first of all my identity I realized that the way I was see the way I see myself and the way other people see me um neither of them really matter like at least not if you're doing it from an from a place of ego and none of them really matter anyway really like how do you see yourself and how do you want or, or how do you think others see you like if that's a, a constant um mindset you have it's just it's just really not good for living a day-to-day -day life in a positive way and living your day-to-day -day life feeling good about yourself because think about it like what what can you control other than just your thoughts on a day-to-day -day basis like you can't even you can't even control your thoughts but you can at least recognize your thoughts and recognize the fact that um 
I'm here. I'm no, I'm not sick. <clears throat> I'm breathing. I'm still alive. Cause you never know that, like tomorrow is never is never um one hundred percent gonna come. You know, so like, and also tomorrow you can wake up and something can happen in your life that's gonna change it forever. And something that's like you're gonna have to deal with something. Somebody might die, or you might get a phone call from a doctor saying that the doctor's found something, or you might catch a, a disease or infection. Um, especially these days, we're seeing, we're hearing a lot of those sort of stories about people who are getting COVID. And I mean, whenever I call to Ireland, it's always about. Somebody's, somebody's sick, or somebody's, um, somebody's dead. And I suppose there's been uh, at least once a year for the last like ten years. There's been something major that has happened, uh, like that I've had to deal with, whether that's someone dying or just something personally, but it's usually something major. So when I wake up now, I'm just so grateful um, just to be alive and not be sick and uh, just to be breathing and for no one close to me or no one that I love has um, is going through anything traumatic uh, or, or doesn't isn't dying or having a disease or something so anyway yeah i let go of um i let go of all those thoughts about my um how how people uh, how people see me and how i see myself um which i think is a i mean i didn't choose to to learn that lesson but it came to me and and i learned about it and it was a great lesson um another thing that I let go of was like stuff again that I don't know where it came from, but just letting go of like when you when you bump into someone who is you know I never used to be able to to truly see someone's like soul and the beauty and how amazing they were because I was always too busy comparing them to me and uh, so that would be like you know when you meet someone who you you, you think is fascinating or interesting or um, intelligent and you can just they're just very interesting people I could never I could never really uh, fully take in what they were saying or who they were because I was probably jealous and and judging them based on my judgment of myself and and when I when I recognized that I suppose when it was the whole breakdown of like me not seeing my uh me not judging everything based on me it allowed me to let go of some of these other qualities I had which were like jealousy and and, and judgment of others and uh, <clears throat> I started, instead of like judging and, and, and getting jealous when I'd meet someone who's fascinating, 
I learned how to channel it to a place of just love and just acceptance and appreciation for how interesting this person across from me is. And, and what happened was I started being able to get inspired. And that's a, that's a pretty like, that's a pretty, it's a pretty fucking fun, uh, that's a fun thing when that happens. When you, when you can be inspired by the people around you. Um, you know, I'm sure there's people listening who have relationships or friendships and they often think, I wonder, is this person even good for me? In my life because you always read stuff online like <clears throat> or you read stuff from successful people that say oh just stop spending time around those who aren't good for you um that's all well and good but sometimes those people who you think might not be very good for you are people you do love like you just there's just parts of their character that you know um you know, aren't good for you to be around. If these people are constantly uh, complaining or talking about other people and stuff that you know is just not good, good energy, then there's a couple of things you can do. One is, yeah, you can just let them go and not spend time with them anymore. Um, another thing you can do, though, is recognize this quality that I'm talking about. It's like when you let go of your identity, how you see people identifying you as, uh, or what you see them identifying you as. Also, if you let go of your all those, all those um, things that come up when these friends or these people around you, like if you stop judging them, and every time they're negative, it's it doesn't trigger something in you. If you can just take yourself out of the situation. Um, you'll probably probably be able to spend time with these people and um, your energy will be felt. And that won't be immediate because all of these things are a, a, a process, stuff that you have to work on yourself and then you'll start actually seeing it in real life. But yeah, if you have friends and, and or people that you're around or family members who you think aren't good for your um, mental health or, or just um, yeah if you just feel like they're not good for you in general then there's a couple of things you can do and one is starting with yourself why does this person make me feel this way and then what you're doing is you're not actually judging them because these people they're all of the stuff that's that they're going through is probably because they're out of sync, they don't understand something, they're confused, or um, yeah, they're probably just not aware that they need to be conscious, their thoughts are probably controlling their life, and and also that preconditioned stuff that I talked about at the start of this podcast. So yeah, um, so the first thing was letting go of the identity, second thing, letting go of um, maybe some... Uh, like poor qualities that might exist within you due to just your upbringing or maybe your childhood or how you thought you were seen growing up and 
So yeah, I said that just letting go of like jealousy and bitterness and judgment for others, it will really, um, it will really have a positive uh, impact on your life. It'll have a positive impact on your conversations. It'll inspire you to be a better person. It'll inspire you to learn from others. Um, yeah, I read, uh, I don't read it every day, but if you see my, if you seen my apartment that I live in, it's just covered in all these books. And I, I guess I read about like a chapter of each book every couple of days. And like these books are all about different topics, but most of them are about, I suppose, um, philosophy, psychology, self-improvement. And then there's the odd like autobiography and, and novel and stuff. Um, but yeah, I do read um, Ryan Holiday's Daily Stoic, where he quotes uh, Marcus Aurelius and Zeneca and um, Zeno. Um, I think it's mostly Zeneca, Marcus Aurelius, but um, Epictetus. But I'll read you uh, today's one. Um, looking out for each other. So this is by Zeneca. It's in keeping with nature to show our friends affection and to celebrate their advancement as if it were our very own. For if we don't do this virtue, which is strengthened only by exercising our perceptions, will no longer endure in us. And then Ryan Holiday writes a paragraph about that quote. Watching other people succeed is one of the toughest things to do, especially if we are not doing well ourselves. In our hunter-gatherer minds, we suspect that life is a zero-sum game, that for someone to have more means that we might end up with less. But like all parts of philosophy, empathy and selflessness are a matter of practice. As Seneca observed, it's possible to learn to rejoice in all their successes and be moved by their every failure. This is what a virtuous person does. They teach themselves to actively cheer for other people, even in cases where that might come at their own expense, and to put aside jealousy and possessiveness. You can do that too. Um, so I was saying that. I sort of learned these lessons a while ago. Um... Due to my situation, I looked totally different. I, my whole appearance left, as in, I couldn't eat, so I became like really thin. Um, my teeth were broken. I was in hospital for three months. I couldn't like cut my hair or shave, so I started growing a beard and long hair. I, uh, I was in a lot of pain, so it was affecting my ability to like speak and communicate with people and and um and yeah but during the the times of clarity i remember one day thinking like i've uh 
I've never really told anyone that I love them. And uh, I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, love ya. <laughs> At the end of our talk, love ya. And she's like, love you too. And it's just so simple, like, it's just like, I do love you, and and now I'm at a place where I've, I'm not trying to protect myself from anything right now, like, I'm just, I'm totally, like, bare, my soul is bare, and I'm just going to tell you, I love you, and the thing is, I, I let go of, like, any attachment I had with that saying, like, I love you, um, and that that's that's a deeper conversation, like where that stuff comes from. Like I remember my idea of love was uh was was probably formed, you know, through like uh like my mother and father's relationship that didn't work or my uh my view of like um uh, relationships that were happening in my hometown that used to break up and they were in love and not in love and I just had this very confused idea of love until Maybe I just started, like, like, people used to also say to you, like, because I was quite a quite a cocky, sort of arrogant, like, teenager, or young adult. I thought it was going to be a... <laughs> I thought many things. But I think, like, people used to also say, like, you love yourself type thing. And I suppose I just never had a very uh, good relationship or connection with that word love until I broke down a lot of stuff inside of me and stopped judging other people. I was able to tell people I loved them. And what happened was it's, it started improving all my relationships, all my friendships. And yeah, that, that, um, that idea that I just read in the book, which is like, just when, when someone, um, when someone achieves something or does something good or fascinates you or like take yourself out of it, and you'll be totally inspired and you'll have the ability to give like gratitude and, and you'll be complimentary of their success and and it'll be authentic, you know, and they'll feel it. Um I think that I'm all I'm still learning about this stuff. I used to only listen to music that that I could I could sing. So I'd listen to an artist and I'd be like, oh, I could sing that really well. Uh, I could even sing it better than that artist. And that that sort of like made up my, like what I used to listen to. So I used to listen to music that I thought I could sing rather than just totally embracing all music from all cultures and letting music make me feel a certain way. So I think for most of my life, I was judging music based on like, the music I was listening to was based on, like, what can I get out of this song? Um, I remember years ago in, in my hometown, like, it was sort of cool to know raps. And it was only when I took myself out of it that I actually really heard raps. I used to, li when, I, when I was listening to raps for other people, I didn't really know. I couldn't really feel the feel the lyrics or feel the music. When I was listening to um like really good songs just for me to sing, what I was doing was I I was putting myself into every song that I couldn't actually hear the story. 
and I couldn't get inspired by the music because I was too busy. Like, I wasn't able to appreciate it um, because it was still all about me. So, letting go, hey, letting go is, I think it's one of the most important things in your life. The last part of letting go is something that many people will disagree with me on or argue with me on. And that's the idea of letting go of all the ways in which you hold on to uh, like hatred or something for someone who has done you wrong or someone who has done a very like nasty act or somebody who has lied to you or stole from you or screwed you over somewhere in your life somebody in your family who has like really affected you and you could never forgive them what I'm asking you to do is or what I'm inviting you to do is like even let go of all that like anger or whatever it is that's boiling up inside you or do you know like there's there's someone who you haven't spoke to for for 10 years five years two years someone you haven't spoke to for a long time because of something they done i'm not saying go and speak to them again like it's okay to let people go like that's okay too but what i'm talking about is let go of all that hatred or stuff that doesn't make you very good when you think about what they've done or think about and and try to forgive and i've said this to, to friends over the years and they'll be like you want me to forgive this abusive piece of shit and uh and yeah but it's it comes with like what what do you believe is forgiveness? Like I'm I'm not saying go and call them up and say I forgive you for everything you've done. Now let's uh, go back to our old relationship, our old friendship. I'm saying inside of you, if you can let go of that hatred or um, whatever triggers that emotional response in you, if you can let that go, you can. Uh, you can change all that that's inside of you with forgiveness. And that forgiveness will turn into, you, you'll see, if you, if, if you can resonate with this idea of, like, if there's someone in your life who you, you need to do this with, you forgive them. In some way, you might even find a place where you understand why they've done what they've done. In some way, you might even feel empathy for their actions or empathy for who they are. And then, yeah, but the start is just forgiveness. And and then what if someone, you know, has has killed someone? Like, like what if it's that extreme? Like, Kiron, what, what are you saying? Are you saying I'm supposed to forgive uh forgive the the man in my in my hometown who killed my friend like again it comes down to 
what do you see as forgiveness? Do you want to hold on to that anger for the rest of your life and box it in and and it'll it'll just come out. It'll ju- it won't it won't affect your everyday life. It'll just come out at a time when you're at your most vulnerable. And then you'll absolutely you'll have the, all this hatred and anger for that person. What I'm saying is yes. Find it within you to let go of all of those emotions that aren't making you feel good and just channel them into forgiveness and it doesn't mean you have to ever like express that forgiveness. You really don't. It's a personal thing. It's like forgive everything that has happened in your life up to today. Forgive everyone who hasn't affected your life in a positive way. Just forgive them. Find it within you. You have it within you. And then you won't go around carrying anything on your shoulders. You'll be free. You've forgiven them. And then what happens is you recognize that you can move on. You can live your life with without a heavy weight on your shoulders. You can learn how to manifest good things by letting go of all those preconditions that you have from childhood or growing up in a in a certain environment. You become in control of your life and you can start that today by identifying, recognizing things within you that may not be helping your day-to-day life. Um, and my little message is you start by letting go. I just um, talked about a few things that I let go of. That's only probably like, that's I'm only touching on stuff there to be honest. But out of this episode, what I, what, what I wanted to get across was that idea of letting go. What you're doing is you're freeing yourself and you'll never feel lighter. You'll never feel more grateful for life and you'll never have the ability to be inspired and express love as much as you can when you let go of all these things. Thank you for listening to episode five of the Rambler Gambler Show. What a ramble. Send in peace and love to everyone. Peace and love. See you next week on the pod. Boys, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if the moonshine don't kill me, I'll live till I die.